Amen and amen. We give the Lord praise tonight. Thank you so much, uh, Pastor Rich, for that powerful introduction. And we give praise, honor, and glory and thanks to the Lord tonight for all of the uh, leadership that's represented on this call tonight of this time of revival that is so needed for such a time as this. And we just honor you tonight. We exhort you tonight in love and unity and spiritual harmony tonight. And, and we feel you tonight. We feel your heart tonight. We feel your heartbeat. We feel your spirit tonight. But we also feel the spirit of God pressing upon us this burden to do this revival for such a time as this at the beginning of this Holy Week. So we ask you to solicit your prayers tonight. We want to honor my wife tonight, Pastor Sharon, who is here with me. Uh, pastor of the gospel, teacher, uh, my pastor, and uh, also uh, my daughter who's on here tonight, Pastor Phoebe, my firstborn. She's also a pastor, her and her husband, Pastor Eric Davis. And uh, all of you tonight, we just honor you, Pastor Mike, uh, uh, all the ministers, Minister Smith, Minister Biggers, uh, some of our ministers, and all of you that are out there. We honor you tonight, and we just thank God for you tonight. Amen. And again, thank you, Pastor, for the wonderful introduction tonight. Let's pray, if you will. Yes. Father God, in the awesome, incredible, amazing name of your son, Jesus, as we gather tonight, Lord God, we come tonight because yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory. We come tonight to magnify you, Lord, and to exalt you together forever. We come tonight because you are God and your ways are perfect. Your word, Lord, is tested and tried. And you said, you are a shield to all of those who take refuge and put their trust in you. So tonight, Father, we pray, let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O oh Lord, our firm and penultimate rock and our redeemer, your word has been given to revive us and to give us life forever. O oh Lord, your word is settled in heaven for your word now is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. The sum of your word, Father, is truth. And every one of your righteous decrees endureth forever. Oh, we will worship towards your holy temple, Father, and praise your name for your loving kindness and for your truth and faithfulness. For you have exalted above all else your name and your word, and you have magnified your word above all your name. Let our prayers tonight be set forth throughout this week as incense before you. The lifting up of our hands as an evening sacrifice. Set a guard tonight, O oh Lord before our mouth and keep watch at the door of our lips. You said he who brings an offering of praise and thanksgiving honors and glorifies me. And he who orders his way aright, who prepares the way that I may show him, I will demonstrate the salvation of God. Our mouth shall be filled with your praise and with your honor all day long because your loving kindness is better than life. Yeah. Our lips shall praise you and so will we bless you while we live. We will lift up our hands in your name for your testimonies are our delight in our counselors. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Want to get your Bibles tonight and go over to the book of Psalms chapter 119. I want tonight to be talking about the words. And I don't know, I, I might preach, I might teach. I, I just don't know. I just been before the Holy Ghost all day and the word uh, or the gift that's been stirring in my spirit, man, for about three days now is the gift of impartation, you know, and I, I just feel led tonight that a lot of my message 
It's going to come through way of impartation because I just feel like and believe in that it's time for uh, impartation, imparting wisdom, imparting knowledge, imparting a how-to anointing into the people of God that they may be able to, 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 to work the word, you know, use the word, stand on the word, understand the word. So I'll be, I'll be moving in, in, in that gift tonight and more impartation. You might get some teaching. You might get some preaching. Uh, but I'm just stirred up in the gift tonight. And so I just, I just heard the Lord deal with me that way and say, uh, and that word impart means to give. It means to, to convey. It means to grant something to somebody uh, tonight. So I want to grant you tonight uh, my gift. I want to grant you tonight whatever the Lord sends through the gift of impartation tonight. And I'm praying tonight that it will be wisdom because we like wisdom and God want to give us wisdom. We also like understanding and God want to give us understanding so we can have correct application to the wisdom. And we do that through imparting the gospel message. And so that's how I'm going to be coming tonight because we have to learn how to work that word because the word works. Amen. And so we want to be able to use the word of God, know how to use the word of God because the word of God has been sent to revive us and to give us life. And there are people that are hurting right now because they need, they need life. They need, a, they need a life that comes through knowing Christ. And so I want to give you my scriptures tonight. It's out of the book of Psalms, chapter 119. I selected several verses of scripture after pastor talked to me about this revival. We want to revive, encourage those out there that have become victimized and are going through and toiling with and struggling with and combating with and this thing called coronavirus pandemic and the, the, the lack of leadership and guidance that is being given from uh, lack of that is not being given from those who we, we think should be responsible and accountable to do that. But we know we can always turn to the counsel of the word. And so I want to give you these scripture texts tonight. It's about eight verses of scripture. And I stopped at eight because there's, there's, there's several verses, over a hundred and some plus verses in this psalm. But I tried to target the ones that deal with reviving, giving life, because I think that's what we need right now. We need another source because there's a lot of physical things, a lot of effort going on right now, but it is it imparting life to people who are dying right now, you know? And so I want to be able to use the word tonight to impart some things to you tonight. I might do a little teaching and preaching, but however the Holy Ghost leads. So I want you to just Psalms 119, the book of Psalms chapter 119, Eight verses, because I believe that this is, we're on the cusp of a new beginning. This is a new beginning. I hear people talking about, I can't wait for things to get back to normal. It'll never be normal again. We're in a new normal, in a new place right now, and, 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 and we're never going to be the same. This is going to change everything, our culture, the way we do things. And so I've selected eight scriptures that talks about giving life and, and reviving us. And not only us, but the targeted audience that we're, we're focusing on tonight, that they may be encouraged. And I'm just praying tonight in the name of Jesus that all those that are out there that's going to have access to hear this when it goes out on the podcast, that it will revive them and give them life. Amen. And so let me read these verses of scriptures in your hearing tonight. And I pray God give you ear to hear eyes to behold and see wondrous things from his plan of salvation and a heart that will be transformed and conformed to this word tonight. Amen. Praise God. And I want to begin reading at verse 25 of the book of Psalms, chapter 119. And it says, my soul cleaves unto the dust. Revive thou me according to thy word. 
Verse 37, turn away mine eyes from beholding vanity and revive thou me in thy way. Verse 40, behold, I have longed after thy precepts. Quicken me in thy loving kindness or in thy righteousness. Verse 88, revive me after thy loving kindness. So shall I keep the testimony of thy mouth. Verse 107, I am afflicted very much. Revive me, O Lord, according unto thy word. Verse 149, hear my voice according unto thy loving kindness. O Lord, revive me according to thy judgments. Amen. So, can y'all still hear me? Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Your call cannot be completed as dialed. Are you on? No. I ain't wanted to be making no praise and noise. Somebody was messing around with the phone. Huh. Somebody was messing around with, I don't know what they were doing, but you could hear them all over. You want me to get on? See, can you get on? Pastor Hayes, I'm back. Don't know what's going on there, but I fell off, so I don't know what happened. There was a lot of interference or something with people messing around with the phones or whatnot. But I'm back. Amen. I'm back. Praise the Lord. Amen. And so my message tonight, uh, I've given you my scriptures. My message tonight is the benefits and blessings of having a personal, intimate relationship with God knowing God and being known by God and being able to hear God and responding to God with corresponding action, doing the work that he's called us to do. Amen. Or you can say obeying God's law, even better yet, applying it along with all of this physical activity that's going on right now, that's being you're done right now as to maintain a balance between this physical healing that is needed and the spiritual stability that's lacking. And the scripture says this over in the book of James chapter uh, one, verse 21 and 27. It says, wherefore, lay aside all of the filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. 
but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving our own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whosoever looketh into this perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deeds. And if any man among you seem to be religious and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless widows in their afflictions and to keep himself spotted from the world. James, book of James, chapter 1, verse 21 through 27. All my references tonight will come from the King James Version of the Bible. As we know for a fact, this coronavirus pandemic has placed so much strain and demand on the systems of this world right now, such as the government, the economy, the education system, all the religious systems, and a lot of the subsystems that support those systems, those main four dynasties. This pandemic has been vicious and unpredictable until it causes individuals to forget the most important thing, which is the Lord and what he has said about difficulties of the trials and tribulations that we shall endure in this world and the times when the days are evil, such as stay at home, you know, Produce dying all over the place, livestock dying. We heard a report today about chickens are being uh, being exterminated right now, having to exterminate or euthanize things. You know, certain pets and animals humanely got to do it humanely. They'll put you in jail, quarantining prisons and nursing homes, and not enough hospital space and beds and staff, and no visitation with elderly, aging loved ones that are about to, to, to depart, nursing homes, retirement homes and facilities, social distancing, lack of testing, lack of enough equipment to go around for victims and care providers, risky vaccines, fighting over personal items, increased fraud, waste, and abuse, people's rent and mortgages not being able to be paid. <coughs> And utility bills and other bills passed through. Threats of eviction, foreclosures on an all-time high. People can't work. And to top things off, you get a daily dose of uncertainty laced with rhetoric, empty promises, lies, and deceit, creating the false sense of hope for, uh, for many. Complicated <coughs> with the lackluster accountability and no one willing to take responsibility at the federal level. Rather, we receive a reality show with fingers pointing and shifting the blame. Lots of ignoring the facts that this coronavirus pandemic is killing folks. No empathy to be found at the top. But more importantly than that, the coronavirus pandemic has also placed a God-sized burden and demand on our yoke-destroying, burden-bearing anointing of God who is all-knowing, all-present, all-powerful, and all-benevolent. And he reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, love. Our God is an awesome God. And he is El Shaddai, the most high God, in our secret place 
for us to hide. According to Proverbs 18 and 20, <coughs> the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous have to run into it and they are saved. Unlike the political leaders, we have shown just how powerless they are to handle and to govern the people's business during a coronavirus pandemic. We must now pray for them for uh, Paul, the apostle, wrote to Timothy over in the first book of Timothy, chapter two, verse one through eight. He said it this way. You know, we can complain. You know, we can get caught up in the rhetoric. We can point fingers. We can call them out. We can we can we can we can be fearful. But listen to what Paul said. And I heard this tonight in the prayer. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, first of all, before you do anything else, first of all, that supplication, prayers and intercession and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet, peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come into the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and there is one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in in due time. This is due time we testify. This is due time his name get exhausted. This is due time, my God, that we engender people to believe on the name of Jesus Christ because he is the answer for all of our struggles. A teacher of the Gentiles they called him. A teacher of the Gentiles in faith and verity. I will therefore Paul says to this young pastor that men pray everywhere lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting according to the first book of Timothy chapter 2 verse 1 through 8 of the King James Bible. But when it comes to our awesome, amazing, and incredible God and his unconditional love for humanity, especially today, for those individuals that are affected by this evil coronavirus pandemic and his unfailing love and compassion for those in need of a personal healing, restoration, divine intervention, visitation from the supernatural realm of God, a miraculous recovery, urgent cancellation of all this evil frustration and standing in the need of personal revival in need of an outpouring of the abundance of mercy and favor and grace with truth. He says to them, for I have sent my word to revive you and to give you life, says the Lord. Now be it unto you according to my word, my God in the Bible. He says in Psalms 107 and 20, I sent my word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction, says the Lord. So the lessons are still being taught today through trials and tribulations, through all that is going on. God has not changed. He's the same yesterday. He's the same today and he'll be the same tomorrow. He was not caught by surprise when this thing came. Amen. So the lessons are still being taught today. His commandments must be obeyed at all times. I don't care what come and what go. What happens? God must be obeyed. His commands must be kept because he's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. He said, I change not. There's no velvetness in me. There's no possibility that I'm going to abandon my covenant. I would rather make it good in every generation than to have it changed. Because <clears throat> I'm not a man that I should lie to you. If I said it, 
I'm going to make it good. I'm going to bring it to pass. And listen to what he said. Listen at the invitation that is going out in this holy week. It's over in the book of Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18 and 21 of the King James Bible. I love it when God ministers to us to the word, when he shows us how to to access God. He said, you've got to know my word and work my word. Put me in remembrance of it. Jeremiah 1 and 12, I watch over it. I hasten to perform it. I don't slumber. I don't sleep. I will bring it to pass, says God. He goes on to say in those verses, come now. <laughs> and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If, listen to this, if ye be willing and obedient. That means that if you choose to, I'm not going to force, I'm not going to knock the door down, I'm not going to break your arm, I'm going to just stand at the door and knock. And if you hear me knocking, if you open up the door and invite me to come in, I'll come in and sup with you. We'll reason this thing out. And he said, and I'll bless you. I'll heal you. I'll save you. I'll deliver you. And I'll keep you. Says God. If you be willing and obedient. It's not enough to just obey. You got to be willing. It has to be your choice. Ye shall eat the good of the land. But if ye refuse and rebel, <coughs> ye shall be divided with the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. And how is the faithful city become a harlot? My God, look around. Darkness everywhere. It was full of judgment. Righteousness lodged in it. But now we have murderers out there. All over social media. They're calling him a murderer. Because he refuses to sign the legislation so the people can get paid and they're dying instead. People are committing suicide instead. Mm. They're living like in a cage in their own home. They're not used to that. Mm. Then he goes on to say, it shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God... <coughs> will set thee on high above all nations of the earth and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Blessed shalt thou be in the city and blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed shalt thou be in the fruit of thy body and in the fruit of thy ground and the fruit of thy cattle and the increase of thy kind and the flocks of the sheep. Blessed shalt thou be in thy basket and store. Blessed shalt thou be when thou cometh in and blessed shalt thou be when thou goeth out. For the Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face and thou shalt come out against thee one way and, thee, and, 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 and flee before thee seven ways says the Lord the Lord shall command the blessings upon thee and in thy storehouse and in all that thou settest thine hand to do and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee the Lord shall establish thee and holy people unto himself as he hath sworn unto thee he's a covenant keeping God if thou shalt keep 
the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways. All and all people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord and they shall be afraid of thee. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods and in the fruit of thy body and in the fruit of thy cattle and in the fruit of thy ground in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers to give thee. For the Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heavens to give rain unto the land in his season and to bless all the work of thine hands. And thou shalt lend unto many nations and thou shalt not borrow. And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only and thou shalt not be beneath, says the Lord. If thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord, the commandments of the Lord, thy God this day which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. And I shall know that thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I command thee this day to the right hand or to the left hand to go over or go after other gods to serve them. But it shall come to pass if thou would not hearken unto the voice of the Lord this day, thy God, to observe and do all his commandments, his statutes, which I command thee this day. Thou shalt uh, have all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Cursed shalt thou be in the city and cursed <coughs> shalt thou be in the field. Cursed shalt thou be in the basket and in the store. Cursed shalt thou be in the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy land, the increase of thine kind and the flock of thy sheep. Cursed shalt thou be when thou cometh in, and cursed shalt thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall send upon thee curses, vexation, rebuke, and all that thou sittest thine hand unto the dew, until thou do did be destroyed, and until thou perish quickly, because the wickedness of thy doings, whereby thou hast forsaken me, the Lord shall make the pestilence cleave unto thee, until he have consumed thee from off the land, whether thou goest to possess it. For the Lord shall smite thee with a consumption and with a fever and with an inflammation and with an extreme burning and with a sword and with blastings and with mildew and they shall pursue thee until thy perish and thy heavens that is over thy head shall be brass and the earth that thou is under thee shall be iron for the Lord shall make the rain of thy land powder and dust from heaven shall it come down upon thee until thou be destroyed, says the Lord. The Lord shall cause thee to be smitten before thine enemies, and thou shalt go out one way against them and flee seven ways before them, and shall be removed into all the kingdoms of the earth. And thy carcasses shall be meat unto the fowls of the air and unto the beasts of the earth, and no man shall fray them away. According to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse 1 through 26 of the King James Bible. Have you, my people, forgotten the lessons of those before you, says the Lord? Situations and circumstances may have changed, but I have not, nor have my commandments. As I was with them people, Israel, my people, Israel, then so am I with you now. All the commandments which I command thee, all the commandments which I command thee this day shall be observed to do. That ye may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord thy God swear unto thy fathers. And thou shalt remember all the days, all the ways which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness to humble thee and to prove to thee to know what was in thine heart, whether thou would have keep 
his commandments or no, and to humble thee and to suffer thee to hunger and to lead thee, my God, and to lead thee with manner which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know, that he might make thee know that man doeth not live by bread alone, but by every word, my God, that proceedeth out of the mouth of God, doeth man live, for the raiment shall wax not old with thee, neither did the foot swim. These 40 years, thou shalt also consider in thine heart that a man chasteneth his son, so the Lord thy God chasteneth thee. Therefore, thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways and to fear him. Don't you be troubled by these, this coronavirus pandemic more than you need to. For Emmanuel is with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He will be with you until the end of this age. Know it by my spirit tonight, says God. Hebrews 13 and 8, he says, look, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. For if I, your God, am moving in this place called earth by my spirit, says the Lord, to ask my covenant so as to my covenant has I have I decreed and declared that I would in every generation my covenant to come to pass until I come and rain my righteous indignation and my righteousness down on this people, says the Lord. For I want to teach humanity even now again, says the Lord, that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God Almighty. Be it according to you, according to the word of the Lord in the book of Matthew, chapter four, verse four. Understand tonight what my spirit is saying to you, my people concerning my word and my covenant. Find my word and eat my word, says the Lord. Keep it before your eyes. Keep it in your mouth. Meditate on it day and night. Teach it to your offspring and to your seed. See, don't let it depart from you again, says the Lord. Let the words, let the words, Lord, your word must be found by those suffering so that your word can be a joy and a rejoicing of their hearts during this pan pandemic. Be it so to all humanity affected by this uh, coronavirus pandemic, Lord, according to your word, Lord, in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 15, verse 16, he says, learn as my prophet Jeremiah learned and did eat my God. For he said in Jeremiah 15 and 16, the book of Jeremiah, chapter 15 and 16, he says, our words were found and I did eat them. And thy word was unto me a joy and a rejoicing in my heart. For I am called by your name, O Lord of hosts. My God, Father God, oh my God, as we pray tonight, Lord God, send forth your word each and every night, Lord God, to bring refreshing and renewal and, and restoration and recovery from this pandemic. Send your Holy Spirit revival and give life, God, and healing, Lord, as only you can. This is our heartfelt desire tonight. We hope, God, and we fervently pray, God. For the infirm, for the diseased, the sick, the ill, the disadvantaged, the underserved, the fearful, 
and the afflicted as a result of this invisible, evil, deadly enemy warring against your people, trying to kill, still and destroy them. Oh, we magnify and exhort your name together tonight. We thank you tonight, God, that you have already gone before and exalted your name and your word above all else, God. And you have magnified your word above all your name and ask for God, all of your ways are perfect. For God, your word, Lord, is already tested and tried and you remain a shield to all those, God, who take refuge and put their trust in you. God, their assurance is in you. Their confidence is in you. Their belief is in you. Their hope and future is in you, God. And their dependence and trust is in you, God, which their faith pleases you, God. Starting all over again tonight, Lord. Let your words are the words of our mouth now. Be the, the meditation of our hearts now. Be acceptable in your sight, O oh Lord, our firm and impenetrable rock and our redeemer. Thank you tonight that your word has found us and we will eat that word and we will become a, a, it'll become a joy and a rejoicing in our hearts and our minds as we go forth. Thank you for your word, for your word has come to the earth to revive us and to give us life. We see clearly tonight, Lord, an impartation of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Word, God, that forever, O oh Lord, your word will be settled in heaven. We can see clearly now the path that you have laid for us. It's your word that is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. No man's wisdom, the wisdom of the world, God, can show us the way. We discern tonight by the Spirit, God, as we prepare to close who is moving right now, that the sum of your word is truth and every one of your righteous decrees endures forever. We know your word revives and gives life. Your word revives, meaning it causes to live. Many of the professionals providing care right now to those that are afflicted and infected by this virus possess incredible skills. But through your word, through the word of the Lord tonight, our focus is to try and to develop a mindset that complements these skills to enhance and strengthen all the collective physical effort being poured out right now to defeat this current and future pandemic. And so, Father, we thank you tonight and we praise you tonight. We beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and not to conform to the things of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according to God has, God has dealt every man a measure of faith. For as we have many members in the body, and my God and all members have not the same office, so we being many are one body in Christ, and every one member and one of another, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is in us, given to us, whereby we prophesy. Let us prophesy according to the portions of our faith or minister or ministry. Let us wait on our ministering, and he that teacheth, let him teach. And he that exalted, let him exhort. And he that giveth, let him give. Simplicity. He that ruleth, let him do it diligently. And he that sheweth mercy, let him be cheerful about it. Let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affectioned, my God, one to another with brotherly love. In honor, preferring one another. Not slowful in business. Fervent in spirit. Serving the Lord. Rejoicing in hope. Patient in tribulation. Continuing instant in prayer. Distributing. To the necessity of the saints, given hospitality, bless them which persecute you, bless and curse not, rejoice in them that do rejoice, and weep with them that weep. 
Be of a same mind toward one another. Mind not the things, the high things, but con condescend to men of lower state. Be not wise in your own conceit. Recompense to no one man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemies hunger, feed them. If he thirst, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals on his head. Be not overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm going to end right there. God's blessings and benefits that comes with our personal relationship, intimate relationship with God, knowing God, being known by God, being able to hear God. This all requires correspondent action and doing God's work. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, we pray that the Lord have spoken to you tonight, that something this has been imparted no to you tonight. Recorded. In Jesus' name, amen. I yield back to Pastor Rich. Amen. 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 This is the word of the Lord. 
Amen. It's in the first book of first chapter of the book of James. And I'm going to read, start reading at verse 19. And what the heading of this, this reading is, it talks about preparation, uh, uh, necessary preparation to withstand trials and temptations. And I think this is a good place for a lot of people to try to spend some time because we're, we're facing trials and they're very tempting to give up. And I mean, there's such a battle now that has been created among the clergy and the government. And some of you are aware that we just had three pastors die. Uh, we had another pastor got some citation to get ready to go to court because he refused to adhere to the law. There is a big battle and a struggle going back and forth in Atlanta right now with Bishop Paul Martin and his church and all of those pastors and politicians up there. They're fighting back and forth because they're refusing to close the doors of the church and allow the people to be safe. So we got unrest right now in the ranks of the clergy. And so we know what happens, man, when we don't obey the scriptures, but we try to enforce the scriptures. And the Lord says, be subject to the laws of the land. So you can't hide behind the scripture for one thing and then disobey them for another thing and expect everything to go right. Plus, you got to be concerned about the safety of your parishioners. And so let's pray about that tonight. We're going to be concerned about that tonight because that could impact us as clergy too, you know. And so we want to pray about that. We should, we're going to pray about them anyway. But I want to read these verses of scriptures and think of it in terms of the preparation necessary to withstand trials and temptation. That temptation is there. There's a lot of money involved and people are going to say, no, it ain't about the money. We don't want them 5,000 congregants to come to service so we can get money. They'll say it ain't about that. But I bet you they take up an offering when they come. And there are other ways to collect money. So let's do that. Uh, and let me read these verses. Uh, verse 19, it says, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. Verse 20, But the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and all superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. 22, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own self. For if a man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. Verse 24 says, but says for, behold, for he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. 25, but whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deeds. If any man among you seem to be religious and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. Pure religion, that, that means something, that counts for something, and undefiled before God, mean God accepts it, before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows and their afflictions and to keep himself unspotted from the world. And as I was dealing with this today and looking at all this unrest and all this stuff that's going on, I say, you know, this is a very appropriate passage of scripture for right now. It's because you got family members now fighting, trying to get the nursing homes and practice pure religion. When there wasn't no virus, they threw them off in the nursing homes and wouldn't go visit them. 
And now they can't go visit them and the people are dying in those situations. So you can kind of see, man, it's, it's, it's imperative that we let the word of God guide our decisions or inform our decisions. You got a lot of people right now talking on walkie-talkies, can't get in there and talk to them, can't touch them. But a lot of these people were not going there when there wasn't a virus. And now it's like they're paying a the price, they're suffering. And it's so unfair, you know, to those loved ones who want to see you every weekend, want to see you bring the grandkids and the kids, you know. So when this thing do lift, I pray and hope that there'll be a, a cultural change in how we treat our, elder, our elderly, our loved ones that are aging, that if they're still alive, let's go visit them. Let's go see them when this thing lifts. You know, when this thing's lift. Because right now it's a struggle for them. And, and people are hurting. You know, they're hurting because their loved ones are, 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 are taking and receiving the brunt of this thing. And we got such an unrest right now in the ranks of our clergy. So we got a lot to pray for. Amen. But we're going to continue to, you know, adhere to the laws of the land can't really properly enforce the scriptures if you're not in, in, in adhering to what the scripture tell you to do when it comes down to the civil obedience. So let me pray uh, our, our usual sign-in prayer. Again, I'd like to welcome all of you to our power prayer tonight. This is Wednesday night, April the 8th, 2020. It is 7.40 p.m. And so I'm going to open tonight with our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, Lord, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is your kingdom the power and the glory, Father, that all belongs to you. Holy Ghost, we place this under your control tonight, and we ask you to pray through each and every one of us as we don't know how to pray as we should, but we pen, depend on your help tonight to motivate, to ignite, to excite tonight. Let there be an energy tonight, a fervent and an effectual crying out to you tonight, Lord God, that these prayers may be heard and answered, and we be shown great and mighty things. Father, we have some urgent issues that we raise up to you right now. What is going on in the ranks of the clergy? We lift those up tonight that are before you, and we're praying, Father, that they would reconsider and reevaluate that they're placing their congregants in harm's way unnecessarily. So there are other means that you have given us, podcasts and other social media outstreams that we can use to minister the word. And so we're just praying that even right now, Lord God, before they receive a calling to preach, they had common sense from you. And we're praying that they make decisions right now from a common sense perspective, Lord God. And so we give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We don't want to create an additional problem for ourselves, an additional struggle for ourselves unnecessarily. And we just be, be, be cognizant of the laws of the land, obey those laws as it is our civil duty. Now, Lord, we ask you to speak to those clergy, speak to those bishops, speak to those apostles who are over humongous mega ministries and exposing many people and we pray that those that we have learned of that have died because they disobeyed those laws and continued, Lord God, to put themselves in arms way, that their souls rest in peace, Lord God, and that their congregation will find healing and confidence, strength right now to continue, Lord God, to serve you, Lord God, and not grow weary in well-doing, but they'll continue to trust you and wait on you. And so we just pray right now for all those nursing homes right now, the one up in Cusper, Georgia, where they just have 40 cases, Lord God. 40 people have been tested positive, Lord God. And so we just pray for all of these environments, all of these institutions that Father God, in the name of Jesus, that they would take the necessary precautionary steps to keep themselves safe. All of the guidelines that have been posted and given, that we would adhere to them in the name of Jesus. So now, Father, we turn this 
over to you, Holy Ghost, and ask you to lead God and direct our, our, our prayers tonight in the name of Jesus. We give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' name, use each and every one of our prayer words and intercessors tonight. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right then, um, Pastor Eric, or Phoebe, one of you. This is Pastor Eric Davis, and I will be praying revival. Father, in the name of Jesus, you have revived us again, and your people may rejoice in you. Thank you for showing us your mercy and loving kindness, O Lord, for granting us your salvation. You have created in us a clean heart, O God, to renew a right, preserved, steadfast spirit within us. You have restored unto us the joy of your salvation, and you are beholding us with a willing spirit. Now we will teach transgressor your way, and sinners shall be converted and return to you. We therefore cleanse our ways by taking heed and keeping watch on ourselves according to your word, conforming our lives to it. Since your great promise are ours, we cleanse ourselves from everything that contaminates and defines our bodies and spirit and bring our consecration to completeness and the reverence fear of God. With our whole heart have we sought you, inquiring for you, and you and yearning for you, Oh, let us not wander or step aside, either ignorant or willfully from your commandments. Your word we have laid up in our heart that we may not sin against you. Jesus, thank you for cleansing us through the word, the teaching which you have given us. We delight ourselves in your statue. We will not forget your word. Deal bountifully with your servant that we may live and we will observe your word, hearing, receiving, loving and obeying. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are doers of the word and not mere listeners to it. It is you, O Most High, who has revived and stimulated us according to your word. Thank you for turning away our eyes from beholding vanity, idols, and idolatry and restoring us in vigorous life and health in your way. Behold, we long for your precept and your righteousness, giving us renewed life. This is our comfort and consolation and our affliction that your word has revived us and given us life. We strip ourselves of our former nature, put off and discard our old unrenewed self, which catalyzed our previous manner of life. We are constantly renewed in the spirit of our minds, having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude, and we put on the new nature, the regenerated self, created in God's image, God-like, in true righteousness and holiness. Through our outer man is progressively declaring and wasting away, our inner self is being progressively renewed day after day. All this scripture reference will be coming out of Psalms 85, verse 6 through 7. Will God not revive us again that God's people may rejoice in thee? Show us thy mercy, O Lord, and grant us thy salvation. And I will be praying unity and harmony. Father, in the name of Jesus, this is the confidence that we have in you. That if we ask anything according to your will, you hear us. And since we know that you hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desire of you. Holy Spirit, teach us how to agree, harmonize together, 
together make a symphony about anything and everything so that whatever we will ask will come to pass and be done for us by our Father in heaven. We pray that as members of the body of Christ, we will live as become us with complete lowliness of mouth, humility, and meekness, unselfishness, gentleness, mildness, with patience, bearing with one another and making allowances because we love one another. In the name of Jesus, we are eager and strive earnestly to guard and keep the harmony and oneness of produced by the spirit and the binding power of peace. We commit in the name of Jesus and, in, and according to the power of God at work in us to be of one and the same mind, united in spirit, sympathizing with one another, loving each other as brethren of one household, compassionate and courteous, tender-hearted and humble-minded. We will never return evil for evil or insult for insult, scolding, tongue, lashing, berating, but on the contrary, we will bless, praying for their welfare, happiness, and protection, and truly pitying and loving one another. For we know that to this we have been called that we may ourselves inherit a blessing from God, obtain a blessing as heirs, bringing welfare and happiness and protection. Father, thank you that Jesus has given to us the glory and honor that you gave him, that we may be one, even as you and Jesus are one. Jesus in us and you in Jesus, in order that we may become one, and perfectly united that the world may know and definitely recognize that you sent Jesus and that you have loved them even as you have loved Jesus. Father, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Amen, and so be it. I will be praying, and our scripture that I will be coming out of is 1 John 5, verses 14 and 15. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desire of him. Amen. Praise the Lord. This is Pastor Sharon Hayes, and I'll be praying adoration. Hallowed be thy name. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Bless the Lord, O our souls, and all that is within us. Bless your holy name. We adore you and make known to you our adoration and love this day. We bless your name, Elohim, the creator of heaven and earth, who was in the beginning. It is you, O Lord, who made us, and you have crowned us with glory and honor. You are the God of might and strength. Hallowed be thy name. We bless your name, El Shaddai, the God Almighty of blessings. You are the breasty one who nourishes and supplies. You are all bountiful and all sufficient. Hallowed be thy name. 
We bless your name, Adonai, our Lord and our master. You are Jehovah, the completely self-existing one, always present, revealed in Jesus, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallowed be thy name. We bless your name, Jehovah Jireh, the one who sees our needs and provides for them. Hallowed be thy name. We bless your name, Jehovah Roha, our healer, and the one who make bitter experiences sweet. You sent your word and you healed us. You forgave all of our iniquities and you healed all of our disease. Hallowed be thy name. We bless your name, Jehovah M. Kadesh, the Lord, our sanctifier. You have set us apart for yourself. Hallowed be thy name. Jehovah Nisi, you are our victory, our banner, and our standard. Your banner over us is love. When the enemy comes in like a flood, you lifted up a standard against him. Hallowed be thy name. Jehovah Shalom, we bless your name. For you are our peace. Lord, you are peace which transcends all understanding, which garrison and mount guard over our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Hallowed be thy name. We bless you, Jehovah Tzikhanu, our righteousness. Father, I just want to thank you for becoming sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallowed be thy name. Jehovah Roha, you are our shepherd and we shall not want for any good or beneficial thing. Hallowed be thy name. Hallelujah to Jehovah Shema, the one who will never leave or forsake us. You're always there. And we take comfort and we are encouraged and we confidently and boldly say, the Lord is our helper. We will not be seized with alarm. We will not fear or dread or be terrified. What can man do to us? Hallelujah. Hallowed be thy name. We worship and adore you, El Elyon, the most high God, who is the first cause of everything, the possessor of the heavens and earth. You are the everlasting God, the great God, the living God, the merciful God, the faithful God, the mighty God. You are truth, justice, righteousness, and perfection. You are El Elyon, the highest sovereign of the heaven and the earth. Hallowed be thy name. Father, you have exalted above all else your name and your word. And you have magnified your word above all your name. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And his name is Jesus. Hallowed be thy name. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. As a scripture reference, I'd like to go to the book of Philippians, the fourth chapter and the seventh verse. That is again, the book of Philippians, the fourth chapter and the seventh verse. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Sister Mary smiled. I'll be praying divine intervention. Thy kingdom come. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we pray according to the book of Matthew, the 6th chapter, the 10th verse, thy kingdom come. We're looking for the soon coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Today, we are even here and now your children. It is not yet this close made clear what we should be hereafter. But we know that when he comes and is manifest, we share as God's children resemble and be like him. For we shall see him just as he really is. You said that everyone who has this hope resting on him, cleanses, purifies himself just as he is pure, chaste, undefiled, guiltless for the grace of God. His unmerited favor and blessing has come forth, appeared for the deliverance from sin and the eternal salvation for all mankind. It has trained us to reject and renounce all ungodliness, irreligion, and worthily passionate desires to live, decree, temper, self-control, upright, devout, spiritually whole lives in this present world, awaiting and looking for the fulfillment, the realization of our blessed hope. Even the glorious appearance of our great God and Savior, Christ Jesus, the Messiah, the Anointed One. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with the shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that the Lord should come to earth and all the holy ones, saints and angels, with him. And the Lord should be king over all the earth, and that day he should be one Lord, and his name one. The government shall be upon his shoulder. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we should join the great voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in the heavens and earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and yours it is to be exalted as head over all. Thy kingdom come. Hallelujah. Amen. And my scripture reference is going to come from the book of First Thessalonians, the fourth chapter. The 16th and the 17th verse. And the 16th verse reads, the book of 1 Thessalonians, the 4th chapter, the 16th verse. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with the shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. The 17th verse, the book of 1 Thessalonians, the 4th chapter, 
the 17th verse, then we which are, which are alive and remain shall be called up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Amen. Deaconess Patricia McNair, and I'll be praying submission, that will be done. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that the will of God be done in our life as it is in heaven. Who are your own handiwork, your workmanship, reclaiming Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works that you predestined and planned beforehand for us, taking paths that you prepared ahead of time, that we shall walk in them, living a good life that you prearranged and made ready for us to live. Teach us to do your will, for you are our God. Let your good spirit lead us into a plain country and into the land of a white. Jesus, you gave, yielded yourself up to atone for our sins and to save and sanctify us in order to rescue and deliver us from this present wicked age and world order in accordance with the will and purpose and plan of our God and Father. In the name of Jesus, we're not conformed to this world, but we're transformed by the renewing of our mind that we may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For this is the will of God that we should be consecrated, separated, and set apart from pure and holy living, that we should abstain from all sexual vice, we should know how to possess, control, manage our own body in purity, separated from things profane and in consecration on them. Not to be used in a passion less like the heathen or ignorant of the true God to have no knowledge of his will. Father, thank you that you chose us. Actually, pick us up and your step as your own in Christ before the foundation of the world. That we should be holy, consecrated, and set apart for you and blameless in your sight, even the blood we approach before you in love. Having predestinated us into the adoption of a child by Jesus Christ yourself, according to the good pleasure of your will. Your will be done on earth in our life as it is in heaven. Amen and so be it. My scripture reference will be coming from the book of Galatians, chapter 1 and verse 4. Galatians chapter 1, verse 4. Who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from his present evil world, according to the will of God and our Father. Amen. This is Sister Mildred King. Give us this day our daily bread. In the name of Jesus, we confess with the summit, David, that we have not seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. Father, thank you for food, clothing, and shelter. In the name of Jesus, we are learning to stop being petrally uneasy, anxious, and worried about our life and what we shall eat and what we shall drink or about our body, what we shall put on. Our life is greater than in, in quality, than food and the body or above and more excellent than clothing. The bread of allness, gossip, discontent, and self-pity, we will not eat. It is you, Father, who will liberally supply fields to the full. Our every need according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. Your word was found, and we did eat them. And your word was to, to us a joy in the rejoicing of our hearts. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus, you are the bread of life that gives us life, the living bread. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, for spiritual bread, manna from heaven. Amen. Scripture reference. The book of Matthew, fourth chapter, fourth verse. But he answered and said, It is written, 
man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Thank you. Praise the Lord. This is Pastor Sharon. Forgiveness. Forgive us our debt. We'll praise the Lord. This is Pastor Sharon. And I will be praying forgiveness. Forgive us our debts. Father, we forgive everyone who has trespassed against us so that you can forgive us our trespasses. Now, having received the Holy Spirit and being led and directed by him, if we forgive the sins of anyone, they are forgiven. If we retain the sins of anyone, they are retained. Father, your word says, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. The book of Matthew, the fifth chapter, verse 44, Amplified. We come before you in Jesus' name to lift up all men and women before you. And we invoke blessings upon him and her and we pray for them and for their happiness. We implore your blessings, your favor upon all men. Father, not only will we pray for everyone, but we set ourselves to treat everyone well, to do good, to act nobly toward everyone. We will be merciful, sympathetic, tender, responsive and compassionate toward everyone, even as you are, Father. Our desire is to be an imitator of you, and we can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us. Father, we just want to thank you that we have great peace in this situation for we love your law and refuse to take offense toward anyone. Jesus, we are blessed, happy with life, joy and satisfaction in God's favor and salvation apart from outward condition. And to be envied because we take no offense in you and we refuse to be hurt mm, 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 or resentful or annoyed or repelled or made to stumble, whatever may occur. And now, Father, we roll this work upon you, commit and trust it wholly to you. And we believe that you will cause our thoughts to become in agreement to your will, and so our plan shall be established and succeed in Jesus' name.
Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And if we could use for a scripture reference, the book of Matthew, the sixth chapter and the twelfth verse. That is, again, the book of Matthew, the sixth chapter and the twelfth verse. Yes, the book of Matthew, 6th chapter and the 12th verse. And it reads, And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Amen. Hello, this is Crystal and Hayes. Guidance and deliverance. Lead us not into temptation. There has no temptation taken me, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer me to be tempted above that which I am able, but will, with the temptation, also make a way to escape, that I may be able to bear it. I count it all joy when I fall into various temptations, knowing this, that the trying of my faith works patience. I will not say when I am tempted, I am tempted from God. For God is incapable of being tempted by what is evil. And he himself tempts no one. Thank you, Jesus, for giving yourself for my sins, that you might deliver me from this present evil world, according to the will of God and our Father. To whom be glory forever and ever. Father, in the name of Jesus, and according to the power that is at work in me, I will keep awake, give strict, strict attention, be cautious, and watch and pray that I may not come into temptation. In Jesus' name, amen. And our scripture reference will come from the book of Matthew, chapter 26, verse 41. Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Amen. I am Alex Hayes, and I will be reading praise. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory. O magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tested and tried. He is a shield to all those who take refuge and put refuge and put their trust in him. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my firm and penetrable rock and my redeemer. Your word has revived me and given me life. Forget forever. O oh Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Some of your word is true. 
praise and thanksgiving honors and glorifies you. And he who orders his way aright, who prepares the way that I may show him, to him I will demonstrate the salvation of God. My mouth shall be filled with your praise and with your honor all day. Because of your loving kindness, because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. So will I bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. Your testimonies also are my delight and my counselors. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Uh, as a scripture reference, I am going to read Psalms 18 and 30. And it says, As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those that trust in him. All right, then. Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We thank all of you for your participation tonight, being a part of this hour of power prayer. And at this time, uh, I would just uh, ask all of you to go ahead on and take your phone off of mute. But don't everybody try to talk at the same time, uh, you know, and please keep down the noise. It just seems like someone's uh, 